If you eat meat, you're killing the planet. And if you don't eat meat, you're killing the planet. And if you buy new clothes, you're killing the planet. And if you breathe too much, you're killing the planet. And everything you do that's in between is killing the planet. You got it? Cool. the Untitled Nonsense Podcast, where I talk about topics nobody cares about or asks for, stress about imaginary problems, and get angry about stupid stuff. I'm still trying to bring it for both of our co-hosts, but, you know, what else is new? And I am still out to make you laugh or fill you with sympathy rage. Enjoy. Hi, hi, guys. I don't know what that was, and I'm sorry about it. I'm not going to cut it out because that's not what I do. Anyway, so today I want to talk to you about how it's kind of hard to be eco-friendly. Now let me hear me out before you cancel me and like, just like, forget this bitch. We don't need her. I am trying this year to be planet friendly. And that's hard because, and I'm going to get into it a little bit more, but I kind of wanted to just give you a little bit of a reason why it's kind of hard. It's hard because... When you're a kid, you don't think about this shit. And then as you get older, and now it's kind of getting pumped into you to start thinking a little bit more about being planet-friendly. But I think it's still... um, It's a work in progress, and I'm working on it, you know? And I'm trying a little bit harder to just be that bit better. Okay, so at the beginning of the year, my reasoning... So basically, being the kind of person I am, you know when you're like, a New Year's resolution, so you have to wait till the New Year... Or, like, you know, when you're starting a diet, you start at the beginning of the week. Or when you start a new exercise regime, beginning of the week. Because that's just how life goes. That's just how it works for people. I don't think that works for me, personally. um, Because I'm quite sporadic in how I do things. But it's kind of that thing. So, at the beginning of the year, I decided... Because I tried a little bit last year and it just... Certain things weren't working out for me. So, I thought, you know what? This year, we're going to try and be planet-friendly. And so, my first thing at the beginning of the year, try and be planet-friendly, was to buy a water bottle, a reusable water bottle. Um, and I wanted a glass-bottom reusable um, Tupperware, Tupperware, you know, a little container. Um, the lid is plastic, but that's less plastic than if it was whole, and it's easier to clean, and it's a lot... Um, what's the word? It's um, not food safe because think plastic containers can be food safe. I'm thinking like it's just easier. Like it doesn't stain because it's glass. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, so I bought a water bowl. I opted for a glass resi- uh, reusable water bowl because I have like a strong sense of smell. If you ever listen to any of my other episodes, you will know I've said it a bunch of times. That I have a strong sense of smell. Also, when it comes to taste, like, I found out, like, I had, like, a plastic water bottle, like, a recyclable, recyclable? Reusable plastic bottle. And I could, if I put a, a flavoured drink in it, I could taste it. And I know water bottles are specifically to be for water bottles, but I wanted to be able to be it. <laughs> Sorry. I wanted to be able to put other things in it other than water if I wanted to, you know, like, specifically for work, I drink, like, flavoured drinks at work, because, you know, you've got to keep your sugar level up when the place is sucking you dry, so, um, yeah, so I normally would use, like, flavoured drinks, and I found, so I got two water bowls, I got one for work, because I've had, before now, my drink that I took to work stolen, 
like the actual drink it was a Volvic drink the juice drink someone stole that and I thought no ma'am because if I spend more than five quid on something and someone steals it I'm gonna be upset about it to the day I die so I got a Voss one I think it's Swedish I don't know because it's not in front of me right now but you know them glass ones it was like two pound or whatever from Asda so I bought that and I thought I can just reuse that and take that to work fine because you know if anything happens to it it breaks whatever I can recycle that because it's glass and it's I'm using that to take drinks to work it's fine and then I bought a separate one I say for home I know that sounds awful. I know that sounds stupid and wasteful in this way but let me get there I am a big big person <laughs> I'm an idiot basically and I will bring like a cup of water up at night or a glass of water up at night and then I'll drink it or I'll drink some of it and then I won't drink the rest of it in the morning or I'll forget that I have it and I'll forget to take it downstairs. I, I'm a big holder of things that aren't supposed to be in my room like cups and plates and bowls and look I won't be shamed okay and it's always for me out of sight out of mind if I don't see it and I don't make the connection to put it away it won't put, be put away and I'm sorry about it but it's just how it is so I got one that is something I use at home so I don't waste uh, waste so I don't take glasses of water up at night and like they're not missing and B it's more so for like if I was going somewhere then I would take the glass of water with me like to a family house or to a, the park or wherever although I would be devastated if I left it at the park I wouldn't but you know what I mean like, taking it with me on my actual places when I'm not going to work where it won't be stolen. Because I paid six ninety nine for it. And that's expensive for a water bottle. But at the same time, if it got stolen, I'd be devastated. We already talked about this. I don't know why I'm going over it. But that was my thing to just get um, glass ones. Because A, they're easy to clean. They don't have that same... Like, if I put a drink in it that's a flavoured drink, they don't have that same... It doesn't stay because it's glass. So, I like it. I have fun with, I have fun with it such a weird statement to say about a water bottle but I like it it makes me feel like I'm doing something good which is kind of great right um I'm trying really really hard not to be wasteful um which is it's not like I was massively wasteful before but it's definitely something that comes to mind when I'm like oh I need to do this over or Oh, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm making something and it doesn't go the way I want it to, I don't just throw it away. I'll try to, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying not to be wasteful. And it's a big thing, you know, and I feel like doing anything that's planet-friendly is daunting. Like, at the beginning of this episode, you heard me say, like, if you do this, you're killing the planet. If you do this, you're killing the planet. It's kind of how it feels when you kind of sit down and think about it. But I think, like, I know I'm just one person and, like... You can't think that your one thing that you're doing right now isn't going to make a difference, because it will. Because, like, for me, I might not get it right all the time, but I'm trying, you know. And, like, if I can inspire somebody else to try that a little bit harder, and then they can inspire somebody else. You know, it's a chain of effects, you know. And so I'm putting that into the atmosphere and hoping that somebody pulls it out. You know what I'm saying? Um, so trying to not be wasteful kind of includes food. I'm not the biggest waster of food, I will admit. I probably waste, on a whole, like on an average, in a week, maybe 10% of my food. Maybe. 
Um, I'm pretty good about that. I don't know. I give myself a better portion size, so I'm not wasting food. And if I am doing like a bigger portion size, then I'll have that for the next day, so the food isn't wasted. You know, it's all about also being a bit smarter with planning food. Like y'all know, I am not the biggest planner of food. I just kind of wing it a little bit too much, I think. <laughs> and it's something I'm working on as well. Um, but I think like when it comes to making food, I gotta look what's in the fridge and make sure like date wise, or maybe I'll use this and then I can do this and then or I'll change up the idea of what I was gonna do because something's maybe going out of date or it's getting close to its use by and, and you kinda gotta go with that so things don't get wasted. I'm working on that, I'm not super great at it, but I'm working on it and I think it's worth that shot, you know what I mean? But it's a lot because it's a lot of things that you kind of have to change and shift your perspective on to kind of make it work. But, you know, you do for the planet is now my saying. Not you do for family as it once was. No, I'm just kidding. It's still that, but it's like you do for the planet. You know, you got to be making smart choices. Okay. Um. Okay, so buying products that have packaging that can be recycled is like a big thing for me because like I said in last week's episode I was talking about convenience right and everything is so convenient you can just grab this you could make it just as easily and it wouldn't cost you half as much as what you pay for it but the convenience of it is easier and I think a lot of people don't look at the product packaging and whether or not it can be recycled and like why it can't be recycled and can it be in a different kind of recycling right so you have your, like, where I live, we have a bin that goes out that's normal, that's, like, stuff that can't be recycled, and then there's other stuff, like, like paper and all that kind of stuff that can be recycled. And they're, like, the main two that we have. We have a bin for, like, recycling stuff. It just has, it's just basic recycling, like, card and stuff like that. But there is another type of recycling called mixed recycling. So you can have, like, different things that, are, like, it's basically itself explanatory, mixed recycling. Also, there's, like, glass recycling and all that kind of stuff. And you can, like, bottle banks and stuff like that. So, you know, sometimes if you're going that direction and you know there's one there, just make making that little change to think ahead and take them. Because, like, me and my mum, like, whenever we're going to, like, Tesco's mostly for where we live, there's a bottle bank on the way. And there used to be a clothes bank over there as well, but there isn't anymore. Um there wasn't any more at Tesco so there used to be one over there but on our way there's like a clothes bank and a bottle bank and they do like mixed glass and green glass and brown glass and you can put all them in there yeah look it takes a couple of minutes right depending on how much stuff you have but that's the difference between it just going into the bin and going into the landfill when it could be recycled and reused and remade into something else um so that's really good and I'm trying to be a little bit more like that now when it comes to looking at stuff um like with mixed recycling that isn't like glass and stuff like for other kinds of fabricy type sort of stuff and other materials because like I said it's just about looking and saying hey th- today I've got this this and this to do but I'm gonna quickly go on my way and take it to the mixed recycling it's just a little bit about my bit more education on it and about thinking ahead um which probably would be a problem for me but I think having it just in thought and thinking well you know oh that's there and, and seeing it and all that kind of stuff is really good at, to just you know put in your brain um okay so talking about uh clothing banks and stuff like that 
when you buy new clothes, like this is a big thing that a lot of people have been talking about. Um, and I heard this off another podcast and they was like, if you buy from this specific company, um, I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Well, anyway, is this specific, it's like a charity, well, not a charity shop. It's like a online charity shop, that's to say, or a thrift shop, as people would say in America and if you buy it just a few items off there instead of buying them new you're saving so much um oh I can't figure the word you're like you're saving the planet basically you're you're just instead of buying reuse or buying um pre-owned or whatever helps the planet because they're now not producing it which then saves because they're not making you know the the CO2 gases and all that kind of stuff, basically saving the planet in that way. Um, and I like the idea of that. I genuinely do, because I think there's so many people that are like, oh, maybe I don't need this anymore, or maybe I don't like this anymore. And like other people like need that or want that, and they're like, oh, I need that in my collection, and that's so cool. But I haven't found, personally, like I'm not the best. Like I told you in last week's episode, like doing shopping on the internet is basically how I live my life because as a plus size person ugh, I hate the word as a curvy lady I was gonna say senorita but you know what I'm gonna say as a curvy senorita um I like major- majority of the people like me buy their clothes online because there isn't a lot of shops that sell your kind of clothes so if there's this I'm talking like mainstream shops and there's like I said two of my local shopping center that sell that size of clothing how do you think somebody that's selling it like a thrift shop or a charity shop is going to have my size you know it's not impossible i'm sure there are people out there like listen girl you just need to go to the right places and if you are one of those people please hit me up and let me know because girl i'm trying to save the planet here and i'm about it but i think i like the idea of it and i think i should try and go and have a little gander at my local charity shops and whatnot um Because it is about, you know, um, trying to save the planet and trying to help in aid, you know, that. Um, it's kind of the same with, like, shoes. As I've, I'm weird about my own shoes. Okay, let me give you a bit <laughs> of reason why I'm... Like, I don't know that I wouldn't buy pre-owned shoes, but I, like, I'm, like I said, I'm weird about my own shoes. Like, if I get a new pair of shoes, um, I have to only wear... They, I can only wear clean socks in my shoes it's just how it is i can only wear clean socks in them until like i don't have smelly feet like let me quickly just give you a little bit more back sorry i don't have smelly feet like it doesn't matter i could be wearing shoes all day my feet won't smell and i don't know if it's because i used to never wear shoes as a kid or like literally as soon as i get home i kick my feet right off i don't know what it is they just don't smell so it's not because they smell it's just because when they're like nice and new, I want them to still smell new. Like they won't smell nasty, but I want them to smell new. I don't know what it is. I just have to wear clean socks and new shoes until they are no longer new or I get a new pair of shoes. You know, so the idea of having shoes that belong to somebody else, even if they are looking good and all that kind of stuff, gives me a little bit of like anxiety about it. I don't know. I think that's probably the best thing for it, though. I think that's probably the thing I'd start out with first. Either a pre-owned accessory, like a bag, or um, shoes. Because there's something I could actually get in my size, if that makes sense. Whereas I don't know about the clothes so much yet. But I might have a gander and have a look, you know. Or books, instead of buying them new. But then I feel like, what are the people that are buying, like, making new books? 
You can't buy old books of a new story. So that's kind of... I know that sounds stupid, but like... Because people are putting emphasis on like buying things new. And I just looked at my books on my bookshelf and that just... I don't know why I said that. It didn't make any sense, but you know what I mean? Like buying certain things new when you could buy... I want to say reused, pre-owned and save the planet... But, but that's the thing, it's like in that situation, it's like, even if everybody in my neighbourhood decided to not buy new and buy pre-owned, that wouldn't stop the people, the manufacturers and all that kind of stuff from making it. It's the same thing with, um, what they called, uh, counterfeit, counterfeit like, um, big popular brands, you know, like, just because people... Like, it's not because people want to buy them. They want to buy these bags, these nice, expensive Gucci bags or Dior or... Um, I was going to say... What's it? I'm, I can see the thingy and I can't think of it. Um, do Balenciaga do bags? I know they do shoes. But you know what I mean? It's the same thing with counterfeit anything. Like, people want that specific thing. Like, that's the Balenciaga's, the one that looks like socks. They want those. But if you can't afford those, they're like, hey... This is 30 quid. That's 500. You can have this one. But I feel like if you're a real... I'm going to say snob. But okay, so in my terms, if I'm a real person... Like a real person? I am a real person. Maybe I'm not. Anyway, if I'm like a person that really wants the brand, I'm not buying a knockoff. Also, that is really damaging to um, thingy brands, like to big brands. It's damaging to them. And it's you know, it's then sent to people that are counterfeiting and it's okay to counterfeit them, so maybe don't do that anyway. Avoid that. You know, like, exactly. Could, could you imagine? So if someone's like, you know what? I don't really like this bag. It's four seasons old. Maybe I'll donate this and then somebody else can have it. And then you got your nice Gucci bag or Chanel bag and it was at a discounted rate and it's designer and the counterfeiters ain't getting your money. That's like a three in one. I don't know what the three things are. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, that's like a like a wicked thing to do. You know, so it's 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 one of those things. I think I'm just going to have to kind of get into it. And I will probably continuously over the next couple of years update you. I say couple of years. Over the next year, I'll probably update you with things that I'm doing. But I like the idea of it. And I think also that saves me money if i'm not buying new then i'm not looking at new clothes then i'm not wanting to buy new stuff which means that's money in my pocket and then when i finally do get out and find something that i like in maybe like a charity shop or a thrift shop because we don't we do have some of them but most of the ones that are like in my immediate area are like charity shops but hey they still have designer they still have nice stuff i love to have a gander and it helps good causes as well two good causes the planet and charity shops are obviously for things like uh, British Heart Foundation, Cancer Research, um, other things like that. Other really worthy causes, hospices and all that kind of stuff. So that's like, that's got to make you feel good, you know what I mean? I'd rather spend 50 quid in a charity shop knowing it's going to go somewhere else. It's amazing. Anyway, um, honey, killing the bees, which will ultimately kill the planet if we don't have bees, just understand that. Um, I don't like honey. I don't really like the taste of it personally myself, so I don't eat it. But a lot of people have been like saying like using bee products like honey or beeswax is killing the planet. 
you know, and killing the bees. And I think, in an extent, kind of, but, you know, having bees and people that like honey and stuff like that are more likely to want to do better things to save the bees. Like, um, I remember this so clearly. My aunt, she was like, oh my God, I found a bee, I found a bee, I found a bee. She was like, quick, quick, we need a spoon with sugar water on it. And she was totally trying to save this bee. And she did save it, we hope. I think the little bee was just tired. Also, bumblebees are not the same as honeybees, but you do need to save those two. Honeybees are different. They look different to bumblebees. I do love a bumblebee, I'm not going to lie. They're little fuzzy bums. Oh, I can't. I just want to stroke them, but I know I can't, you know? Anybody else feel that way? Um, But I wanted to talk about the bees because we have a bee calendar downstairs that I bought for my mum and dad for Christmas because they always need a calendar. Um, and I just, when I go into the kitchen, I always see this little furry bummed bee and it just makes me so happy. Um, but in our garden, my mum is a big fan of like landscaping, really loves it. She loves all DIY. She's like a DIY goddess and I love it. Um, and I remember last year we have, um, these plants called alliums and I'll see if I can find a picture of, um, our alliums and if not, I'll put up a picture from the internet (laughs) and they, and the bees love them absolutely love them there must have been about six bees just ran these alliums and they also love tulips um i can't think of any um other ones we currently have in the garden but the tulips are definitely a big one and they like because i have a picture that i took of a bee just like chilling in one of the tulip flowers it was everything and you can see how fuzzy it was i could have died it was so fuzzy um but yeah like being a little bit more being being a little bit more conscious about like even like plants that you bring into your garden can help and attract bees and then they can go on and pollinate and and it's really good and you know populate because they're all happy and being bees and stuff um it's also like just like another way to do your bit and to help um and i just think it's nice i mean who don't love a bee look i don't want to be stung by a bee i'm gonna tell you that right now but you know, who don't love a bee? Wasps are a different story. And to be honest, I don't want to be stung by a wasp because they don't die. And also, like, yeah, they're probably pollinators as well. But, like, I don't like wasps. I'm sorry. I'm I'm not even that sorry about it. Um, So since we talked a little bit about honey, not very much about honey because I don't know that much. You know what this podcast is about. Me not knowing hardly anything and talking about it anyway. Um, do a little bit about foods. So meat eating kills the planet for some reason i didn't really check but but also not eating meat kills the planet because if you think about it i speak more about beef which is a cow in case you didn't know um they cows are a big producer of methane which kills the planet so if you don't eat them then we have more of them and they will in turn kill the planet because they're producers of methane which damages the ozone layer, I do believe. Look at me, not knowing shit. But you know what I'm saying? Because I watched something and they were saying like, oh, eating meat, you know, makes this and does this. And it's like, but if we don't eat meat, and it's very conflicted. But I just wanted to put that out there because I was talking about food. But apparently, being vegan saves the planet, but then also kills the planet. And let me talk about that. I did give this a little bit of a good because I didn't want to sound like an idiot and I probably should have kept... I know it was a methane thing for the... Um, cows i know that but 
I'm a bit foggy on it. That's geography, is it not? That's awful. Is that geography? I don't know. That's that's bad. I'm not going to talk about that. Like You already know I'm an idiot. It kills the planet by deforest, um, de- deforestation through palm oil, which you might have heard in the news. Um, and it affects orangutans because they live in the forest that they um where these palm oil palm trees and stuff palm whatever grows <laughs> where the they source the palm oil so that stuff that they cut down and they deforest it for deforestation i can't for the deforestation so it affects orangutans pygmy elephants uh sumatran i don't think i said that was Sum- sumatran i don't know the word rhinos um and it contributes to climate change from the rich peak soil so now you know you didn't learn much though because i said it in a really weird way sorry about it so you know there's every the, everything you do right i said this at the beginning everything you do contributes to fucking killing the planet it's just how it is it's unfortunate but it's how it is and back in the like day at the beginning when we started killing the planet we didn't know that because we didn't have the information but over the last hundred years we've had that information i'm sorry we have and nobody was using it i'm just saying um so i want to talk a little bit since we talked about yeah let's talk about the sea there's a lot of plastic in the sea i would say it's a lot better now than it was five years ago. But it's still more than it should be. A hell of a lot more than it should be. And I saw somewhere, I don't know if it's in the paper or in an article I read online, that like in certain places there's plastic in the water. Like the water that comes out your tap. Disgusting. Like, And that's just upsetting when you think about it. Because when you go to the beach, you have a nice time. Right? And I'm going to tell you this right now. I have never left anything at the beach. Never left no rubbish. Like, first of all, my mum and dad would never let me. And I wouldn't want to anyway because the beach is supposed to look nice. Like, when you think about pictures of the beach, you've got that, like, maybe, depending on where you live, white sand or, like, we've got that, like, the sand-coloured sand because, sand you know, it's sand. Um, but sand, you know, nothing. There's just people on the beach with their balloon, balloons, with their umbrellas or, you know, the little beach shade things, or in their bikinis, just living their best beach life, right? Where on the beach do you see rubbish in those photos? Nowhere. So why are you leaving your rubbish on the beach? This is something that happens to us every time we go to Margate in the summer. There is glass on the beach, like broken glass bottles. Like, I'm trying to enjoy myself, sitting on the beach with my family, and now i got to worry about getting cut feet. What is wrong with people? And that makes me mad as well when I go to the beach and I see that. I'm mad at the first five minutes of my beach um, day and I'm mad. Um, But even, I remember this so clearly, we were watching Sky's Ocean Rescue. Must have been like two years ago. And my nephew was, I don't know how old he was at the time. I can't think about how old he was. (laughs) He was like six or seven and we watched it and he was totally so into it because they're like the plastic bottle whale and they were talking about like not leaving your rubbish on the beach and my nephew like he's so funny like he's just a funny kid in general we were on the beach and he was like look granddad they're leaving their rubbish on the beach and I was like call him out son call him out yes 
Um, and then they started picking up their rubbish. But he didn't. He said it like loud, but not too loud. My nephew's not a very loud, kid. But the way he was, it was like they're leaving their rubbish on the beach. Like, and I was like, yes, yes. This is the generation that's gonna save us all. <laughs> we can only hope, right? But it just it just made me laugh because it was funny. And then then people started picking up their rubbish. It's like you should pick up your rubbish. This is not a bin. Okay, so then leave your rubbish on the beach. Then go to our rubbish beach and it'd be called rubbish. No, it won't be called beach. It'd be called rubbish because all there'll be is rubbish. Like, what are you... What goes through people's minds? I don't know why I'm getting... I don't know why I'm getting so angry because it's unacceptable. But, like, what goes through your minds when you think it's acceptable to leave shit on the beach? That's just what I want to know. Like, look, I'm not even giving you a pass if you're drunk. Why are you drinking on the beach? Do you want to drown and die? Do you want to be eaten by a shark? Because in my head, the water rises and then the sharks come. It's like Sharknado. You ever seen that film? And they're just going to come and eat you. I hope they do. Stupid. Why are you drinking on the beach? Um, another thing that I kind of want to talk about is upcycling. Which is so cool. Like, my mum is so... Like I said, my mum's about DIY. And she loves DIY. And she loves making something look nice. Like, we have in our home... <laughs> in our home... Uh, metal stairs like I mean you could put uh, carpet over the top of them but when we pulled the carpet up because our carpet wasn't looking very nice it was quite beaten um we had like these like naked stairs and on the top it's um wood and then the bu- the base is like metal so you can't really add things to something that's metal the whole structure's metal it's not very cute and my mum was like we need to do something. And also, the stairs in their naked state were hella scary. Bag. You could get a splinter, probably get tetanus from that, because them stairs were... The wood was old. Um, anyway, and so my mum's like, well, you know, I don't really have a lot of money um, to buy a new um, carpet for the stairs. But she was like, you know what, for now, because we just want to put something on the top to make it look nice, we'll just get some, like, carpet tiles and make that work. And she put carpet tiles on the top where the wood bit is and where the metal bit is. She put wallpaper and um, what's it called? sticky back plastic. And it looks really, really nice. It didn't cost as much as getting a new carpet, but it looks nice. It looks elevated, and that's upcycling. Like, obviously, you can't just get rid of that. And you're like, no, you know, I don't like it. I'll give it to someone else and they can upcycle it because it stays. But what I mean is, it's like she did something with what she had. And it's like, um, we've got a set of chest of drawers that my mum's like, I want to keep them because they're solid wood. But she's like, I'm going to do something with them. I'm going to paint them. I'm going to put something on and make them look nice and new. Put some new knobs on, you know, make it look nice. Like reusing and repurposing something, you know, is so smart and so good. Um, she did chest, not chest of drawers, uh, nester tables. A nest of tables, not nester. What is that? Um, nest of table. She did a nest of tables. We have three, and she sanded the top because they were like this, like orangey, fake oaky stained. I don't know what the hell what color they were. And then she sanded the top out of them. And then like a nice oak now, varnished it, and then she painted the legs grey. Upcycling. She's like somebody didn't want them. I wanted them. Now we have them, and they look sick, and it works for us. And I just, I just like it because I feel like a lot of the time, I feel like poor people um, would get that. Like, oh, you know, we could just throw a lick of paint on this and do that and do that. And like now it's something new. And people are like, oh, where did you get that? No, we already had it. We just, uh, you know, we upcycled it and make it look nice. You know, um, 
lots of shows on that where they're like, oh, someone's throwing their stuff away. Oh, let's take that. We could do, you could use that and do this. And then they go back to the owner and give them money because they've made money off of it. Um, but I do think it's nice. Like, I think, <laughs> like I said, I think poor people, like, can kind of, under- especially if you've got vision, because my mum always has visions about stuff. Like, she's like, oh, I love that. I could turn this into that and I can make it look like this and it's going to look sick and it's only going to cost me 15 quid. You know, she's all about it. Um, but I think if you are somebody that doesn't have a lot of money or maybe you don't want to spend a lot of money, like maybe you're trying to save for something, like upcycling instead of buying new is such a good thing. Like even if you get something new from like somewhere else, like I get, again, I said like a charity shop or something or you found something online and then you add something to make it a little bit different or to make it more your own style. Like that is just, in my head, it's so fascinating. And I wish I could find something that I could do that. I've got enough projects on the go. Um... But I wish I could find something that I could do that too, you know? Because I'm really into, like, art and stuff like that. So I'm all about it. Whenever my mum's like, I've got a plan to do this, I'm like, I'm gay. Let's do it. Let's get, you know, get our overalls on. We don't have overalls, you know, and get to work. Um, but, yeah, I just I just love it. And I think that is, like, that's planet-friendly because you're not buying new. Planet-friendly. And it's so easy. Little things, guys. Little things. And uh, you're on. Um... Okay, so I put destination holidays as my other thing that I wanted to talk about. I haven't been on holiday for 15 years. And look, I know the fuel from a plane is what's killing the planet and giving, like, the, you know, and, and set, giving all these emissions off. But I need a holiday. I deserve a holiday. But it's like now I'm trying to think of an alternate route to get there or what the hell I'm going to have to do in comparison to be able to go on that flight, you know? Um... But it's little things that people... If you're making all these big changes that I talked about and all this kind of stuff, then you will be, you know... not You can't be guilt-free because it's still a guilty feeling when you think about, like, the emissions and all that kind of stuff. But you can be like, I've done a lot. I'm doing a lot. I'm going to continue to do stuff, you know. And this, this holiday is nice. This holiday is for me to relax, to sit back and enjoy all the fruits of my labour, all the things that I've been doing that are planet-friendly that took me on this holiday, you know? Because you can get trains to places, and obviously planes, and boats. I don't know how... Oh, I can't speak! I don't know how efficient they are, but, you know, there's other ways around it, so... It's just another thing to think about. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I wanted to talk about. Oh, I really want to talk about solar panels. Um, because I love, ever since I heard about what a solar panel was, I love the idea of them. I love them so friggin' much. Because, like, that's a sustainable energy that doesn't harm the planet. Okay? Which is super fun. And I want to quickly tell you a little bit about when we went to the Science Museum. So, in the summer of 2019... Me, my sister, my sister's boyfriend, my niece and my nephew went to the science museum at my niece and nephew's request. I'm not going to lie to you, the science museum is bloody boring. In comparison to the Natural History Museum, I'm just saying it's boring. It was boring to me except for the space thing because you know I love space. But we went up to the top deck thing of the science museum and they had these like... It was like a little game thing where it's like you move this and you knock down this power station and you knock down this one and you put the eco things and getting um, 
solar panels in people's homes and stuff like that. And like me and my nephew must have played on that thing for like 20 minutes trying to save the planet. And it was really fun and like I had a really good time and it's like one of those things that I really liked from the Science Museum. <laughs> um, but I remember just thinking like how good it will be when, you know, this kind of thing is accessible to all. Because having a solar panel, like literally, and I've watched many a grand design and they have their little solar panel and literally they're like, we're making so much money, like so much energy, we're selling it back to the bloody people to the other people so that they can then pass that energy on to somebody else. Isn't that crazy? They were making money off having solar panels. It's an investment that's going to make you money. That's a win-win. I mean, I would love to. Like, listen, I already told you, if I won the lottery right now, I'll be building my nice eco-friendly home, solar panels, you know, electric cars and all that kind of stuff. I'm just all about it. I'm just all about it, not because it's new technology, because it's not, but it's, you know, newer in comparison to the stuff that we have in our home right now, you know what I mean? And so that's a win, because I like new things, but it's a new energy, like efficient, safe for the environment type thing, and that is just amazing to me. Um, I know this kind of episode is a little bit short, but um, there's a few things I kind of want to talk about after that I don't think kind of... Maybe we'll go here, or maybe they will. Uh, okay, what I'm talking about, I have another thing to talk about. I was like, I'm so stupid. Sometimes I write in such an uncohesive manner, I forget where I'm supposed to be going. Okay, so, it's hard being planet friendly. Okay, um, it's kind of because of the way you're brought up. And I don't mean like my specific family, because we're kind of good about that kind of stuff and I'll get into that in a minute it's more so like in schools you're not really educated on that kind of stuff like I wasn't obviously even though the current the planet has been in crisis for many years now but we've only heard about it in the last sort of 10 years you know what I mean um but you're not really taught about it you're not really taught about making certain decisions or making <clears throat> making like simple switches you're not talking you don't get talked about that kind of stuff and like obviously there's certain things like capacity and stuff like that when you're a kid to kind of grasp that and understand that but if you're teaching it alongside the normal curriculum curriculum and stuff like that by the time you get to secondary school you have a better understanding of how the planet works and things to, to do to save the planet you know what I mean um so when I was little I remember this fondly and I remember going to my aunt and uncle's house, and my aunt would have this. It was well, like um, kind of like a pillowcase, but like a circular, cylinder-like pillowcase, and all of her plastic bags that she had. And this was before they were like reusable plastic bags or whatever. She would have all of her plastic bags in there, and I remember um, whenever we'd go, um, whenever we were at home when I was growing up, we never got rid of our plastic bags. We never threw them away. We always used them for something. And like, say we were going out to the park or we're going to the pic on a picnic or to the beach or wherever, we would always take the bags that we already had with us. We wouldn't go and then get more. Mum would be like, oh, we bought this stuff from like Asda. I say Asda because Asda was like one of the bigger shops that were open near us at the time. 
So we'd go to Asda, we'd buy all our stuff, get our bags, and mum's like, well, we'll take this. Or, like, we'd have backpacks, but we'd, like, take, maybe take a bag for, like, rubbish or something um, at the time. Like, so we were reusing them more before they were supposed to be reused. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, and I feel like... And my dad would say this as well, like, whenever his mum would go shopping, whenever she would get a bag, she would reuse it when she went to the shops and things like that. When, like, my dad was little, so you're talking, like, 40 years ago. And, like, my nan was doing that. Like, it's about being, like, not being wasteful. Because, like, to my nan, that was wasteful to get another bag when she already had a bag that she could use. That was wasteful. So, you know, just, it's like little things when you're growing up that you don't notice. I never noticed that now, until now looking back on it, you know what I mean? Like, it's just how it was done. Um, and we still use, though, you know, what they call the reusable bags. Um, I currently have about three in my room um, that have clothes in it. It's a whole situation, don't... I'm reusing them. I don't have to reuse them for shopping. Don't judge me. Um, I'm just trying to think like what else there was always bags there was bags in our loft with our like we would use boxes and stuff i remember this so specifically it was a fris frisher it was a fisher price doll's house that my sister had got one christmas um and we used that box until about last year or the year before so my sister was a baby, so we must have used that box for at least 20 years, that cardboard box for 20 years to put all our Christmas decorations in it. 20 years. So, you know, it can be done, but I think, like, when you think about logically, you don't think about that stuff when you're growing up. You don't think about how wasteful it is. You don't think about if it can be recycled. You don't think about that stuff. So if you are brought up to think a little bit more planet conscious, then it won't be a hard swap, and I think... It's not a hard swap, really. It's just changing that mindset on it. Because you... I feel like, for me... I don't know about for everybody else, but for me, I have to make that conscious effort to think about it. To think about the planet. To think about that before I do something. To think about actually doing it. Whereas other people would just have had that ingrained in them. Because some people's families... Like, when you think about, like, Extinction Rebellion and other things like... And other, like, groups like that their families have been in there's people that are 50 60 years old that have been doing it for years so if they had children their children would be brought up to think like that so then they have that advantage of not having to make the effort to think about it they just do it so i think that's the only reason for me it's a little bit hard because i have to make that effort but i am making the effort so i feel like that's okay isn't anybody else feel like that no um okay so i'm gonna let you go here and I'm going to talk about the media and then I'm going to talk about like what made me happy this week or my version of that right now because you'll you'll see okay I'm just gonna stop talking about it and let you see all right okay cool in the media this week I saw an article that said uh give me a sec because I've got the article up here oh my god it literally said, couples with piles of rotten food buy new clothes to avoid doing laundry. Um, and so from what I understand, and I'm not going to give the people's names. I know there's an article with their names, but I'm not going to do that because that's mean. Apparently this couple was dubbed um, the partners in grime. Um, and it just says something else. 
um, when they openly when they opened their filthy flat for you guessed it, BBC Three's Fight Dirty. So it was to do with a show saying like these people. It's like look how disgusting their house is and all this stuff. And it says the show gives groups of friends just five hours to tidy each other's houses with the winners walking away with one thousand pounds. So you're giving people money to kill the planet. That's how I feel about it. Um, it was like, oh, piles of dirty laundry under the bed. Disgusting. Like, and it just... I'm not going to read any more of this article because it just it's annoying to me. But the fact that that was in the news and in the media, like, it's something to be proud of. Like, I suppose you could reverse it and be like, look, we're saying to people, like, don't do this. You know, we're giving you money to clean the house. You know, be smart. You know, that kind of stuff. But it just annoyed me because it's like, why... First of all, if you're going to be disgusting... And you're going to be lazy like that. Get paper plates and throw that shit away. Sure, it'll go into a landfill. But, you know, any, like I said, it's the whole thing of me saying it earlier. Anything you do is going to kill the planet. But, like, if you're going to... I just don't get it. I mean, I am self-proclaimed lazy person. And, bitch, that ain't for me. Let me tell you why I won't be lazy like that no more. And I'm not... And I'm, like, lighter than the idea that I won't be buying clothes. Um, I have a pile of washing okay and that is a lot it's a lot it's quite a lot of washing to do i mean i separate my lights and my dark so it's really not that big but it's like a small it's enough it's enough amount for one person and yes doing washing is annoying and believe me when i say i have left my clothes in the dryer not in the dryer in the washing machine more times than I can count and that's annoying because then I have to rewash them because they stink. It's a situation, right? It's annoying. But what's more annoying is having a pile of stinky clothes or dirty clothes that I have to wash. You know what I'm saying? And it just, it's outrageous. I know it was for a show and maybe they're not really like that, but it's just dumb. Why are you promoting that? And it just kind of annoyed me that that was even in the media. So I'm going to leave it there before I actually pull all of my hair out. And I will talk to you in about things that made me happy this week. Okay? Okay, so what made me happy this week? Okay, so it's kind of a little bit of a weird one. So, yes, no, it's today. Last week's episode, I got a package. And I was like, I'm going to tell you about that in next week's episode. And guess what? It's next week. Well, actually, it's the same week I recorded that episode yesterday. That's why I said yesterday. It's a whole situation. Anyway, so I got a parcel same day delivery from Amazon. Oh, honestly, I'm going to turn into a monster, guys. It's not even funny. So, my parcel was an eco-friendly an eco planet-friendly product. Okay, so, just a quick disclaimer. If you don't want to listen to this part of the episode, skip right to the end or just turn it off. Because um, I'm talking about period! I know it's disgusting, but... You know, well, it's not disgusting. It's just natural for women. So, anyway, so I bought reusable sanitary towels or sanitary pads, period pads, if you will. Um, and I am obsessed and ashamed that I didn't buy them sooner. I really, 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 really like them. They're super comfortable. It doesn't feel like I'm wearing anything. It feels like a thicker knicker, if you will. Um, it's just nice. Like, and sure, you have to clean them. But, so what? Like, it's not that big of a deal. I think, in my head, 
reusable nappies are worse because you can have shit on those. Um, but yeah, I was, and it was like for me, it was a big thing because when you're a woman, for the most part, if you know, I want to say if you're lucky. Well, for the most part, you will have periods, and if you're lucky, you'll have regular periods. I don't really have regular periods, but I do have one every month, so, I mean, I'm not going to complain. Um, and, like, they have to go in the bin. When you re- use a normal sanitary towel, um, they go into the bin, which goes into the landfill, which stays there, because, like, I don't know what else you're going to do with it other than shoot it into space. I don't know. So, could you imagine just being a little space captain, just on your way, and you may be going to somewhere else, and just a disgusting sanitary towel. Sorry, I just had to tell you my vision at that point. I'm sorry about it. Um, remember when I told you to skip? Um, but yeah, they go into landfills all the time. And I read this article on, oh, I don't know if I saved the website. It was like, oh, let me see if I saved it. Let me see if I saved it, but I didn't. But anyway, so what I was saying, like, no, I didn't. I'm so dumb. Um, but basically, it was just on this website, and they were saying, like, if you use a certain amount of pads, that could be, like, 600 pads a year you're saving by using eco ones, you know, therefore, they're not going into landfills, and then, you know, you know what I mean? Like, it's about being planet-friendly, and I just thought, well, you know, I got paid, and I normally spend my money on stupid shit, and I thought, for once, how about we try spending it on something good? And so I spent on these. They're really cool and they got like a funky cool funky cool. Who am I? They got like a cool design on it. Um they hold really well. So if anyone was interested, they're comfortable, they feel like nice, like sometimes like you have like a pad and it will feel nice when you're standing up and then it'll feel weird when you're sitting down. Both positions. Sitting up, standing down, sitting up, standing down. Yep. Standing up or sitting down, I nearly said it again. Like, it feels really comfortable. Like I said, it doesn't feel like I'm wearing anything. It makes me feel good because it's planet conscious. And I just I just really liked it. And I think it was a good purchase for me. And I'm happy about that because I normally buy stupid shit. And, like, that's a win for me. Um, there's not really else... There's not much else to say. It's pretty easy. Um, I did have to look online. Not, on, not where I got them on Amazon. On a different website to see, like washing instructions and that kind of stuff i'm just gonna wash it like i wash my normal clothes we're gonna see what happens <laughs> did i waste my money because i fucked it up uh we're gonna see but you know it, it seems good it's it yeah it's a little bit more work with the whole wringing it out and washing it of the blood but you know it's worth it to save the planet i suppose but then you're having the faucet open for too long and you're killing the planet it can't oh, it can't be helped sometimes i'm, I'm just saying but i'm trying to save the planet and i'm trying to make an effort and I think that should count for something I feel good about it so just let me have this and I will talk to you in the outro thank you so much for listening I work really hard on making these and I truly love making them for you to enjoy I interrupt this outro to tell you to follow me at the Untitled VK on Insta and at the Untitled Nonsense Podcast on Facebook where you can leave a comment, question or topic suggestion. Sameless promotion over. I hope you have an amazing week and I will talk to you, more like talk at you, later. Peace.